well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Welcome to another edition of Bearing Arms, Cam and Company. My name is Cam Edwards, and I'm glad you're with us today. You know, we've got uh, Constitution Day coming up here in just a couple of days, and every year... Uh, the Annenberg Public Policy Center at the University of Pennsylvania conducts its Constitution Day Civics Survey. This year's results, uh, every year's results, honestly, are a little depressing when it comes to um, a number of Americans' uh, lack of understanding about, uh, uh, you know, the basic functions of government, how our government operates. But you may have seen uh, this headline, uh, which is not good. Fewer than half of Americans can name all three branches of government survey finds. Yeah, that's from this uh, new Annenberg survey showing 47% of Americans could name the three branches of government, the executive branch, the legislative branch, the judicial branch. Now, it's Bad news that it's less than half of all Americans. Uh, the number did drop below 50% uh, compared to last year's survey, which almost 60% of Americans said uh, that they knew all three branches of government. But what I found interesting here is that um, when you actually look at the trend, I don't want to say we're doing okay, because I don't think we are, again, but it's it's been worse. Let's put it that way. It's been Worse. Going back to 2006, you can see uh, that uh, 33% of Americans uh, could name all three branches. 36% of respondents to that survey couldn't name a single branch of the government. Uh, So things have gotten better over the past couple of years, at least in terms of our basic levels of knowledge, but, uh, you know, less than half still. Not good news. Um, Some other findings from this survey that I I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, This is from The Hill. They said about a quarter of Americans surveyed could not name a single branch of government. They also found a decline in the number of respondents who can name any of the five freedoms guaranteed under the First Amendment. The freedom of religion named by 24% of those surveyed, falling from 56% from the previous survey. Those who named freedom of the press also declined sharply, uh, down by 30 percentage points from 50%. In 2021, around 26% of respondents could not name any First Amendment freedoms, and the percentage of respondents who listed the right to bear arms, which, of course, is found in the Second Amendment, uh, 9% of respondents said that the First Amendment protects the right to keep and bear arms. Again, not great news. If you're looking for a silver lining, however, there, there is this. A vast majority of Americans do understand that we have the right to keep and bear arms, whether they think it's found in the First Amendment or the Second Amendment, maybe the Third or the Fourth or the Fifth, I don't know. But uh, according to this survey, and this comes from uh, Annenberg itself, uh, more than 80% know that there is a personal right to own a gun. 82% say it is accurate to state that the Supreme Court has held that a citizen has a constitutional right to own a handgun, which is statistically unchanged from 2019. So, I find this interesting. Now, obviously, you're going to get just some uh, variance in the sample, right? You interview a thousand odd Americans one year and you get those findings. You interview a thousand different Americans the next year and uh, you may get very, very different results. But I, I find it fascinating that the number of Americans who could not name a single freedom protected by the First Amendment 
declined or increased rather uh, so sharply. The number of Americans listing things like, you know, freedom of religion, freedom of the press dropped dramatically. And yet there was no noticeable decline in the percentage of Americans who recognize our right to keep and bear arms. That Again, if you're looking for silver linings, perhaps that's it. There were some other uh, silver linings as well in the uh, Annenberg survey. Uh, they said that there were some other areas uh, showing that uh, you know there are, there are high levels of uh, civic knowledge in certain areas, right? So 78% of respondents uh, say that it is accurate to say that protection from unreasonable searches and seizures is guaranteed in the Bill of Rights. Just don't ask them. What amendment that would be? That'd be the Fourth Amendment, by the way. Seventy-six percent know that under the Constitution, Congress cannot establish an official religion of the United States. That is uh, statistically unchanged from 2016. Eighty-eight uh, percent say it is accurate under the U.S. Constitution that U.S. citizens who are atheists have the same rights as other citizens. That's actually increased a little bit since uh, 2017. Seventy-six uh, percent know that under the Constitution, when the president vetoes legislation, the bill can become law if two-thirds of the members in each House of Congress vote to override the president, which is also statistically unchanged. I find it fascinating, by the way, that three-quarters of Americans know that a, pres- a presidential veto can be overridden, but they can't tell you any of the freedoms found in the First Amendment. So, I, you know, I, I when I first saw this headline from The Hill yesterday, I thought, okay, well, I, w- I want to talk about how civic illiteracy makes it harder to protect our right to keep their arms. I, I'm, I'm not, I, I, listen, I still generally believe that to be the case, but when you look at these statistics, or at least these figures, uh, showing that the vast majority of Americans do understand that the right to keep their arms is protected by the Constitution, I don't know that uh, you can necessarily say that the civic illiteracy is the problem here as much as it is an anti-gun ideology that disregards what the Constitution and what the Supreme Court have to say about the right to keep and bear arms. Um, this is something we've talked about, uh, you know, occasionally on Cam and Company. We often uh, base our arguments on the Constitution, uh, on the rule of law, but I think it's fair to say that there are just some Americans for whom that argument falls flat. They know what the Constitution says. They might not know where to find a specific reference to the uh, right to keep and bear arms, but they know it's there. They just don't care about that as much as they care about the idea that we can ban and arrest our way to safety. There are a bunch of new gun control laws. Uh, and so it is important for us to talk about the Constitution. It is important for all Americans to know how their government works, uh, again, uh, or, or doesn't, as the case may be, uh, in uh, uh, many circumstances. But when it comes specifically to protecting our right to keep and bear arms, I, I still believe that not only do we need to talk about the importance of the Bill of Rights, the importance of the Constitution, the importance of adhering to the rule of law, but we also do need to go beyond that in order to talk to non-gun owners you don't think much about these issues, don't really care if somebody else's constitutional rights are implicated because they're not really exercising their own Second Amendment rights. Ah, whatever, gun control's fine. And we have to be able to reach those folks too. And of course, I think the best way to do that is to point out the folly of the gun control ideology, the idea that uh, we actually can ban and arrest our way to safety, that uh, by destroying the right to keep and bear arms, somehow will make Americans safer. It hasn't played out 
in states with some of the most restrictive gun laws on the books, you still find violent crime. What you don't find are a lot of armed citizens able to protect and defend themselves. Uh, and uh, well, you know what? Actually, that's a pretty good segue, I guess, to today's armed citizen story, our good deed of the day, and uh, our recidivist report. We'll start there. This is not a case of a repeat offender, but it is, I think, very important to cover. You know, we talk a lot about preventing active shootings and what can be done, right? And again, gun control advocates, well, you just got to, you know, uh, make it impossible to buy a gun. Uh, We need to dig into your credit card details, right? Uh, Look for any suspicious purchases. We need to raise the age to purchase a firearm. We need waiting periods to purchase a firearm. The ultimate goal, of course, is to make it impossible to purchase a firearm. Can't buy a gun. It's hard to keep and bear it, right? Rarely, though, do we actually look and see what the criminal justice system does to those individuals who are accused of plotting or at least threatening mass murder. Well, we've got this case out of Arkansas where a uh, former student at uh, John Brown University has received probation one year state supervised probation after pleading guilty to a misdemeanor charge related to possessing explosives. Now, 24-year-old Timothy Constantine of Gainesville, Florida, was not originally charged with this misdemeanor offense. Uh, No, no. Uh, Instead, he was originally charged with criminal acts involving explosives, but ended up taking a plea deal to the lesser charges. This is a case that goes back five years. Uh, Police received a call back on November 14th, 2017 about a a suicidal person who made comments about committing a mass shooting or bombing. Uh, Witnesses said that Constantine had been building explosive devices and then setting them off uh, off campus. Constantine admitted to building explosive devices, uh, although there were no explosive material found during his search of his uh, dorm room. Uh, They did find firearms and ammunition in his room, including a a AK-47 rifle that was missing the buttstock and a a 9mm handgun that were found in a a tote bag. Also found uh, ammunition magazines, uh, several knives, and a machete. Search found a a suicide note by Constantine as well, who wrote that he wanted to commit a mass shooting or a bombing because of his hatred for society. Here we are five years later, and Mr. Constantine is walking away with a year of probation. Uh, The uh, judge in this case, uh, Benton County Circuit Judge Brad Karen, uh, said that uh, Constantine cannot uh, possess any firearms while he's on probation. He must also continue to seek mental health treatment, Um, all of which is fine and dandy. But again, probably not nearly as tough a sentence as what one would think Constantine would have received after uh, threatening a mass shooting uh, with evidence that there was at least uh, some uh, planning uh, involved in this as well. Today's armed citizen story uh, from Westchester, Ohio, where a man was first accused of shooting a woman in Westchester, only to see the charges dropped after police determined that uh, it was a setup and she was actually trying to rob him. Uh, This is one of those stories, by the way, that makes me very, very grateful that I am not involved in dating these days. Uh, Courtney Montgomery is the uh, gentleman from Westchester, Ohio. Judge ruled uh, last week that all charges against him should be dismissed because investigators and prosecutors said they discovered conflicting evidence in the case. Courtney Montgomery said, I didn't want none of this. I didn't ask for none of this. I did not ask for this. It was, uh, I believe, last Wednesday when officers responded to an apartment complex in uh, Westchester following a report of a woman that had been shot. 911 calls indicated that uh, the woman didn't know the man who shot her. 
said that uh, he came into an apartment with a gun. Uh, the caller said that they tried to wrestle the gun away from him, and uh, one caller said the woman was shot in the back. Caller said he came in, guessing he came into the wrong building. He had a gun, so he tried to wrestle him. Now, according to investigators, there were three people in the apartment at the time of the shooting. A 25-year-old woman who was shot. There was also a 22-year-old woman and a 4-year-old who were both unharmed. Montgomery was arrested about 9.30 Wednesday night. He was charged originally with aggravated robbery and felonious assault. But his attorney said last week that Montgomery was the victim of a setup. Clyde Bennett, who's representing Montgomery, said that Montgomery went to the apartment to meet a woman for uh, a date, basically. But when he arrived, a gun was put in his face, and two women then tried to rob him in front of a four-year-old child. According to Montgomery, he was also armed when he came to the apartment. He shot one of the women in self-defense before taking the woman's gun and then fleeing. Clyde Bennett, the attorney, says it's just the opposite of what was portrayed by the police department and what was portrayed by the media. He's very upset. He's nervous. He's scared. He understands his peril. He's looking at decades in prison for something that he did not do. Uh, Barb Wilson, spokesperson for the Westchester Police, said uh, after further investigation of the incident, the police agency requested that the Butler County prosecutors drop all charges against Courtney Montgomery, saying that after he was located and arrested, detectives continued their work and uncovered new evidence that showed the incident was not a home invasion as, as it was originally reported in 911. Uh, investigators have confirmed that Mr. Montgomery was the man involved in the shooting, but other descriptions of his actions were found to be inaccurate. At this point, neither of the two women have been arrested or charged either, but uh, Courtney Montgomery uh, not facing any charges again after police determined that he was acting in self-defense during what he thought was going to be a romantic encounter. Today's uh, good deed of the day, Santa Rosa, California, where a, a neighbor in the right place at the right time, wasn't able to do the right thing to help a, a woman out of her mobile home that was on fire. Yeah, it uh, happened about 3 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Fire broke out in the uh, kitchen area of the uh, mobile home. Neighbor, thankfully, saw what was going on, uh, I guess uh, alerted by the uh, smoke, and then ran to the home, helped the uh, elderly woman inside escape. Uh, Division Chief Fire Marshal uh, Paul Lowenthal says the uh, same neighbor then drove the woman's vehicle out of the driveway to protect it from the fire as well. Uh, firefighters were able to contain the blaze after about 20 minutes. A uh, cat that had been inside the home, uh, was not found. Firefighters believe that it may have escaped. Hopefully, it will return on its own. woman was taken to a local hospital for evaluation, but it looks like she's going to be okay. Uh, they say the fire was caused by an electrical issue and did about $250,000 damage to the mobile home, which says uh, maybe more about the high real estate prices in California than it does about the extent of the, uh, the blaze there. But uh, $250,000 damage to a mobile home would indicate that uh, maybe the uh, home is a total loss. So uh, we you know, want to keep that woman in her thoughts and prayers. But again, glad that she escaped serious injury thanks to the uh, quick thinking and the fast actions of her neighbor there in Santa Rosa, California. Now, that is going to do it for this edition of Bearing Arms Cam and Company. I want to thank you for being a part of the program. As always, we'll be back with much more of the latest Second Amendment news and information coming up tomorrow. Uh, I would also encourage you to check out BearingArms.com throughout the day so uh, you get even more of the news that you need to know about when it comes to your right to keep and bear arms. If you like what you see, you can always become a VIP member. I would encourage you to do so, as a matter of fact. All you have to do is go to BearingArms.com slash subscribe, use the promo code GUNRIGHTS, and you can get a significant savings on your VIP membership. And as our way of saying thanks for showing your support for the independent pro-Second Amendment journalism we do at Bearing Arms, we're going to give you exclusive news stories and content you won't find anywhere else because your support does matter, and it really does make a difference. All right, until we talk again.
Be well. Be safe. And be free.